Hey everybody, I am so happy to be here today and speaking with you all. We are now on, it is so crazy that we are almost at the end of July. Um, This year has seemed to go so fast and it has really, really, really uh, not been an easy transition from the first of the year to now, there has been a lot of different obstacles. And I know there has been a lot of different things that have occurred in people's lives where um, you have had to force yourself to be still, be patient and actually open up your inner being to where you can hear what God is trying to teach you, where God is trying to lead you. And a lot of times that's very difficult because we are on a journey of not only self evolution, but we live in a society now where we have built this society because society is built of us, right? It's humans. It's, it's made up of us. We have created this society where subconsciously we always feel as though if we're not going, if we're not moving, if we're not in a constant state of, I got to get to whatever is next, then you are somehow failing or you are somehow not living your path. And I want, I don't know who this message is for, but I wanted to tell whoever is listening, who is struggling with the fact that they are, they may be in a silent season right now. They may be in a season of where solitude is, where you have to be for God to place certain things in your spirit and for God to um, connect you to what it is that he is trying to connect you to so that you can transition to the next level in your life. And that can feel lonely. That can feel like you're unheard. That can feel like isolation. But the truth is you can't fight against what is what has to happen. Um, It's going to happen whether you want it to or not. And sometimes we go down kicking and screaming, fighting and resisting it. But in this season, in this season, especially for me, I'll speak from a personal um, stand standpoint, as everyone knows, I'm really into astrology. I'm really into different aspects of spirituality and I allow God to um, order my steps in such. But as a Cancerian, we're made of water and the moon, as I spoke in, uh, spoke about in the last um, episode. Therefore, I am forced in a lot of ways to be more fluid. I am um, a very deep into individual. I feel everything. So being in the midst of so much going on can feel like you're drowning when you're trying to fight against the waves and you can't fight against the waves of your natural element of who you are to your core. And in, for a lot of you, God is isolating you so that you can see yourself in the way that he's created you, not in the way that you've created this illusion of yourself for others. And sometimes our perception is warped and sometimes our perception is completely off because we have in our mind who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to behave and how we're supposed to act on um, certain aspects of our life. And God is saying to you, that's not what I put in you to do. That's not who I'm making you to do to be. That is not the journey that I have for you. It's the journey that you've created for yourself. And now you're fighting against what you want for you and what I want for you. And ultimately God wins. So we end up in this battle that is constantly a tug of war battle when God is just saying to you flow. You have to flow. You have to be able to step aside and allow 
what is going to happen to occur. You cannot fight against the waves that are coming. And just like the ocean, the moon controls the waves and it the waves and the tides of the ocean are intensified by the moon. And the, the more studying you do with not just astrology, but the solar aspects of life, you will understand more about the human. Your, your body is also built up as a solar system, right? It's a solar system in a sense of not solar as in S-O-L-A-R, but solar as in S-O-U-L-A-R, solar system. And your solar system, just as the elements of the planet, is internal. And not everything that you feel or that everything that you know to be real can be seen. So that's why you have to dig deep. That's why you have to be on your self journey of evolution, but also your journey of defining your life and your path for yourself based on what God has allowed to be downloaded in your spirit. A lot of times we're fighting against that. And when we're fighting against that, it creates more chaos. It creates more destruction. It creates more despair than it's needed. You're going to have life issues, period, because life is life, right? You can't control what's next. You can't control what's coming. You can't control what is going to be thrown your way. But you can alleviate a lot of it by just flowing. Just allowing yourself to control what you can control and not allow it to knock you off of your path. Because, again, it's not external. Everything is internal. And if you view your life as a solar path, then you know that nothing in the physical sense can destroy what's going on internally. But there are aspects of the external experience that can distract you from everything that you're needing to protect your inner world and to build your inner world. It can distract you and it can knock you off course. And that is what can cause destruction to your inner world. So it's just really getting to a place to where you can know who you are, what you're made for, who has made you and know that that connection is the connection that's going to lead your path regardless to what it looks like to other to other people, regardless to what it feels like to you in the moment, you have to know how to allow things to just come and you flow. Fluid. Fluidness is what is required in order for you in this season to maneuver through. And in my recent um, energy sessions, I've had with so many different people. And I'm so blessed and so thankful that God uses me as a vessel in that way. But I have found that a lot of my clients, a lot of the people who are on this journey of self, they're trying to find out, like, I can't control everything. I can't fix everything, but everything is going haywire. I'm not happy. I don't know why I'm not happy. I don't know what to do next. And a lot of it has to do with dealing with those things you're trying to run from. The things that you're trying to hide, the things that you're trying to not allow to destroy you ultimately end up destroying you because you are leaving them undealt with. You're leaving them unresolved and you're leaving them untouched. And 
God has you on this path of telling you there are different lessons. There are different things that you're needing to know in order to master the level you're on in order to get to where you're going. And the only way to master where the level that you're on is to deal with the things that you're running from, be it things from your past, be it things that you internally have never spoke about. You don't have to go on a platform and tell the world your personal business. That's not what it's about. It's not about feeling like the only way for me to get free of this bondage that I put on myself spiritually, mentally, emotionally is to go out here and tell the world what has happened to me and make yourself feel as though I have to be a victim to it. No, that's not what God is saying. You have to deal with the things by dealing with them face on yourself. It's a personal journey and anything that is personal for you. It doesn't have to be shared with the world It's much so as people who think that in order for me to create, in order for me to be a creative, I have to create for people. I have to create for the masses. And that is so not true. A creative is still a creative, even if no one knows that you create. Right. A speaker is still a speaker, even if the people that you're speaking with are not in a huge platform. They're only the people that you interact with in your life day to day. A healer is a person who is still a healer. God gives so many people so many different gifts and so many different paths. And it's so conflicting when people try to limit God to a human form. God is not you. God doesn't think like you. He did not create um, everyone to be the same. And everyone has different gifts. Everyone has different nicks. Everyone has different paths that align them with their gifts and their journeys and the things. And in in this season, what your what you may use to create an abundance of whatever it is you're trying to create may not be the same tools that you are using or the same path that you are taking once you get to that next journey of life in your next transition, be it next five years of your life or the next 10 years of your life. You may be a completely different vessel being used for something totally different. But again, it's according to what God thinks he wants for you. And keeping your eye on that and keeping your mind focused on that is where true, true, true power and happiness comes from. Happiness is not tangible. Happiness is not something that you can just go grab and hold on to forever. Happiness is fleeting. Joy is real. So when you have that inner world that's built up to a place to where nothing can destroy what I know to be true, Because nothing that I know to be true was given or created by outside forces. It changes your perspective in so many ways. And that is where your true, true essence of self evolution lies. And so. Today in. Doing my meditation and praying and. Just asking, you know, God, what is it that you what I need to say? Like, what is it that I am needing to share with people who are waiting for me to say something or needing to hear something from me? There are over 200 of you who listen to me. And for that, I'm immensely grateful. But it's important to know that everything that I say is not for everyone. 
meaning what has resonated with you thus far may not resonate today. And what has resonated with you or what has not resonated with you, you may go back and listen to old series, old episodes and be like, oh, my God, this is what I'm going through now. So it's important for me to let you know that there is no time stamp, even though I release these on certain days and I do these on based on with my spirit. Uh, part of me releasing them when my spirit says so is because I feel a inner nudge that someone needs to hear it at that time. So. God has me in solitude a lot of times so that I can process and I can um, come up with a a clear pick line per se. I don't know why I want to say pick line, but a, a clear, a clear, direct a way to transmit the information that I feel and I'm given to give to you. So take it as you need to take it. Sometimes I had someone reach out to me and tell me that episode four, episode three resonated with their situation currently. And then episode four was a situation that they needed for clarity for something that happened four months ago for them. So these are not time sensitive. Whenever you see an audio from me, there are some people who hadn't opened the audio for the past two weeks or whenever past two episodes. And when they go back and listen, they're going through the same thing now and it flowed perfectly with whatever situation that they were dealing with. So all I'm saying to say is just be mindful that don't rush yourself and force something to apply to your situation in your life right now. You may not need this type of motivation and type of encouragement and pouring into right today. It may be something that you're going to go through two months from now. And I could be on a whole new path of creation, a creation for something else. But this still resonates with you. And that's totally OK. Do not feel like you have to push it and you have to be going through this today. And this has to be something that you are in the mind frame of. Some people are not on this alchemist type journey today. Some people won't be on this journey until next year. Some people. I don't know. It takes years. A lot of times I've had I've had people tell me that. I have to be comfortable being ahead of my time. So even for me, when I've recorded with previous ser series that I've done, I had already felt like I'd already gone through the stuff that I was speaking about on these series. But then life happens again and I go back and nothing, nothing anyone else was saying was speaking to my situation or speaking to me in a way that I needed it to speak to me. And then I go back and listen to my old series. And that is exactly what I would need to hear to help me heal, to get through whatever it is I was dealing with to move forward, my own voice. So a lot of times that's how things work. A lot of times you're speaking things in existence. You're speaking things in advance. You are on a different path. And there are so many life is all about energy and spirit. So you're all everyone's on a different wavelength. Right. Everyone is in different paths in their life. So whenever this connects with you, this is when you need to apply it. Don't force it. Allow yourself to flow. That is a word that is so important to me. Flow, fluidness. Allow yourself to naturally evolve and grow and maneuver through whatever it is you're dealing with. Give yourself a pace. 
Don't rush it. Don't push it. Don't force it. Just allow yourself to flow in a natural element because that is when things work out and you're able to grasp what it is you're needing to grasp in any situation that you're in. And you don't feel rushed. You don't feel pressured. You just feel things going naturally. And it's not always comfortable. Sometimes the waves hit harder and stronger than others. But the point is you're not fighting against it because fighting against it is when you drown. Okay. Okay. Now, now that I got that all the way, I don't know why I needed to say that, but I did. Okay. So, all right, God, I'm listening. I'm paying attention. I'm following what you're saying. Now back to what I was originally saying. I was, um, during my meditation, um, I do a lot of different spiritual ways that I connect with God. And I, um, I am able to listen and hear him. And I'm also reading The Alchemist. And for those who have not um, read The Alchemist, are you not familiar with The Alchemist by uh, Paulo Coelho? Please read it. Or you could just listen to the excerpts that I am about to tell you and you can look it up. You can get the audiobook, whatever it is that you, however, whatever. Hey, I'm just saying this is a very, very good book. And I think that I've had this book for a long time. Like I've had this book for years. I am a avid book collector. I love books. I love to read. I love, I just love different type of books. I, I, my book collection is so crazy right now. And I and I don't like really audio books. I like to have the book in my hand, just like CDs. I'm still kind of old school about that. I don't care. I love the physical aspect of having it because I can read it. I can fold the pages back. I can highlight if I need to. Like, I just I love books. So this book I've had for a long time and something. I'm sure it's this this time frame of being on. Um, in a silent mode right now, I wanted to, I needed to reread it. So I'm back. I picked the book back up and I'm rereading it and it has resonated even more so than the first time I read the book. And the first time I read it, I'm like, wow, this is a really good book. It's just, what is the point of the book? Like, can we get to the point? But where I stopped the last time and I picked this book up exactly that same stopping point this time. I'm sorry. Um, I picked the book up exactly where I left off the last time. And I'm telling you, it resonated in a way that was so crazy. You know, it was just it was just really like, okay, God has me on this journey and I get it. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to read an ex the, the point that I feel like someone needs to. And the reason I know this is the part that someone needs to hear and someone because it aligns exactly with the message that I felt in my spirit during meditation and prayer. Um, During meditation and prayer, I kept feeling balance, um, consistency, love, trusting your intuition, Uh, recovery time, which is basically being in isolation in order for you to gain the balance and and 
keep up with your pace in a consistent matter, being fluid in the ways um, you are going to have to be in solitude and, and trust yourself. And third eye chakra kept coming up, which deals with your subconscious and it deals with the fact of you are being able to connect with your inner world in a way and you're trusting your your higher consciousness. Right. Um, and then. Goddess Lakshmi, I don't know if a lot of you all are into mythology and you may not be. But again, I'm a well-read, well-studied person who I, who absolutely has become super, super, super in, engulfed in a lot of different aspects of just life. Right. And um, Greek mythology it really, really, really connects with me right now in this phase of my life because of the different type of gods and goddesses that and, and not just the fact that they're gods or goddesses, but you can take that away. And it's the essence of each individual and the things that they're known for or their journeys and their stories. And it connects in so many ways. And so during my prayer and meditation, goddess Lakshma who is the goddess of abundance of material and spiritual wealth, right? She, um, she has something in mind. She has, you know, um, a goal. She has a journey and a story that connects to an abundance of all type of different things, mostly material and spiritual wealth, very wealthy essence of a person, right? Then I have, um, also it was goddess Mayat. And she's an Egyptian goddess. Now, Lakshmi is Hindu, is a Hindu goddess. Um, But goddess Mayat, of course, for those who are familiar with Egyptian mythology or Egyptian um, culture, you would know that um, she is the goddess of truth, justice and balance. And balance was one of the cards um, in my spiritual um, element that I write out is balance is what came to me. So. Balance is the path that a lot of you all are going to need. You're, you're on a path of truth. You're trying to find justice in so many different areas of your life. And you're trying to gain so much of an abundance in material and spiritual wealth. However, what is needed for you to connect to that and get to that would be for you to trust your intuition. In order for you to trust your intuition, you're going to have to balance not only your life, but balancing your inner world, balancing your third eye chakras, which is higher consciousness. You're going to have to build that spiritual life. You're going to have to become one with it so that you can trust it so that you can follow the path that God is putting in you. And that takes consistency. That takes an um, an abundance of love, a, a connection of love, an unconditional agape type love for self. Because you're going to have to dig through a lot of different things in order for you to get to that place where you are at a place of peace to be able to just be fluid and flow. You won't be able to be fluid and flow if you don't trust yourself, if you don't trust yourself to make the right judgments, if you don't trust yourself to make the right decisions. If your third eye, meaning yourself, your subconscious world, inner world is off balance, your higher self isn't connected. So therefore you're off. Right. And that affects your life in so many areas. So many areas. 
Right. And when your third eye or your inner world, your higher consciousness is off balance, you may feel stuck. Right. You feel like I'm constantly moving. I'm constantly growing. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to do these things, but I'm still stuck. I'm not able to create the life that I want. I'm not able to speak things into existence. I'm not able to see the path that God has for me because I'm looking in the flesh. I'm not able to connect to a vision. I don't have a vision. I don't even know what my vision is anymore. You're not able to see clarity in the situations or the things that you're needing in your life. And that all shows that you're off balance in your third eye. When your inner consciousness is off balance, nothing is going to pan out. Nothing is going to add up. Nothing is going to be connected and everything is going to be off. And that goes back to balance. And then if you're off balance, doesn't matter how consistent you're trying to be. It doesn't matter how much love you're trying to give or receive. It doesn't matter how much alone time you're having. You're at the end of the day, you're, nothing is going to pan out because that grounding, that foundation part of what it is that you're needing to do is totally off. It's totally off. And that's something that brought me to when I'm reading The Alchemist, this part that I'm about to read to you all, it was so so astonishing to me because it connected perfectly with what it was that I was that my spirit was saying to me. Okay, so I'm going to read the part that I want to read to you and then I'll go to um, explain a little bit about it and and how to apply this part to your life and move forward. Okay. So in this part of the the book, um, The Alchemist, it is there's a boy. And if you're not familiar with the story of The Alchemist, it's about a man who is on a, a, a man who's on a journey. He's originally a shepherd. Right. And he has his own sheep. He has his own cattle. He is he's content with the life that he was given. But then there was something in him that was telling him that that wasn't all he he was directed to leave his wealth behind basically and go on this journey in this deep journey that made no sense to him that made no sense with the life that he lived before but it was a journey to allow him to connect with a deeper part of himself to see things in a different way so that he can connect to the greater part of what God has for him. It's all about a spiritual journey, right? It's a spiritual journey, but it's also about changing your perspective. It helps him throughout this journey of him from where he started. I mean, he he's trying to find love. He wants to find love. He doesn't want to leave the love and the life that he left behind. He wants to continue to be successful, but he also wants to follow this nudge that he has internally that is, I guess, connecting him to his greater, his greater self. Okay. So. Okay, so here I go. The boy thought about the crystal merchant. He had said that it was a good thing for the boy to clean the crystal pieces so that he could free himself from negative thoughts. The boy was becoming more and more convinced that alchemy could be learned in one's daily life. 
Also, said the Englishman, the philosopher's stone has a fascinating property. A small slither of the stone can transform large quantities of metal into gold. Having heard that, the boy became even more interested in alchemy. He thought that with some patience, he'd be able to transform everything into gold. He read the lives of the various people who had succeeded in doing so. Helvicius, Elias, Volcanelli, and Jeber. They were fascinating stories. Each of them lived out his personal legend to the end. They traveled, spoke with wise men, performed miracles for the incredulous, and owned the philosopher's stone and the elixir of life. But when the boy wanted to learn how to achieve the masterwork, he became completely lost. There were just drawings, coded instructions, and obscure texts. Why do they make things so complicated? He asked the Englishman one night. The boy had noticed that the Englishman was irritable and missed his books. So that those who have the responsibility for understanding can understand, he said. Imagine if everyone went around transforming lead into gold. Gold would lose its value. It's only those who are persistent and willing to study things deeply who achieve the master work. That's why I'm here in the middle of the desert. I'm seeking a true alchemist who will help me to decipher the codes. When were these books written? The boy asks. Many centuries ago. They didn't have the printing press in those days, the boy argued. There was no way for everybody to know about alchemy. Why did they use such strange language with so many drawings? The Englishman didn't answer him directly. He said for the past few days, he had been paying attention to how the caravan operated, but that he hadn't learned anything new. The only thing he had noticed was that the talk of war was becoming more and more frequent. Then one day, the boy returned the books to the Englishman. Did you learn anything? The Englishman asked, eager to hear what it might be. He needed someone to talk to so as to avoid thinking about the possibility of war. I learned that the world has a soul and that whoever understands their soul can also understand the language of things. I learned that many alchemists realize their personal legends and wound up discovering the soul of the world, the philosopher's stone in the elixir of life. But above all, I learned that those things are all so simple that they could be written on the surface of an emerald. The Englishman was disappointed. The years of research, the magic symbols, the strange words, and the laboratory equipment, none of this had made an impression on the boy. His soul must be too primitive to understand those things, he thought. He took back his books and packed them away again in their bags. Go back to watching the caravan, he said. That didn't teach me anything either. The boy went back to contemplating the silence of the desert and the sand raised by the animals. Everyone has his or her own way of learning things, he said to himself. His way isn't the same as mine, nor mine is his. But we're both in search of our personal legends, and I respect him for that. I'll stop there. In this portion of this boy's journey, who is also an alchemist, right? 
he's learning that the depth of life and the language of life all goes hand in hand with the soul, both the soul of your soul and the soul of the world. Connecting the two is where things truly manifest. But he's at the beginning stage of this, so he doesn't really understand what the language is saying to him. He's not understanding the purpose of it all. And that is why on this journey, it's going to open his eyes up so much more to pay attention to the smaller things, to remaining present, to remaining connected to the now, because now is all you have. And as long as you're connected to the soul and the language of the world and you're connected with your inner soul, the two can coincide but they only coincide in the present, not in the future and not in the past. So for many of you who are on these journeys of trying to find yourself, you're, you're flowing through life, you're trying to achieve all these different things and you're on go, go, go. For a lot of you, you feel stagnant because you're not connecting the soul of the world, the language of the world, in your inner world, you're looking at it in, in a material sense and your search for material gain and your search for all this wealth and your search for all this success. You're missing the greater point, which is the language. Which could be paying attention to the wind, paying attention to um, knowing like my grandmother always she can smell when it's going to rain. And as I've gotten older and I've gotten more in tune with different elements of life, I too can feel and, and can see and smell when it's going to rain. And it's more than just looking at the clouds. It's a scent. And the only way that I would grasp that scent is if I'm present, if I'm in now, not thinking back to the past or trying to foresee the future. Because the future is not even guaranteed to you. Nothing is guaranteed but now. So on this journey in the alchemist, God is trying to show the boy through people. And the one thing that he's understanding is that even though this guy who happens to be a guy that he's on this journey with. Right. The Englishman is, is on the journey as well, but he's on a different path. He's, he's on a different type of journey. So he sees things differently. He feels like where the boy is, he's already been there. He's already evolved beyond that. So it's hard for the boy and him to connect at this stage in their journey because how the Englishman sees things is one way because he's already gone through that path. But yet he's still on a path of trying to find something. And then the boy is just now entering the path. So he's still in the stage of trying to figure it out. And in the in the place of him trying to figure it out, he also has to disconnect from what he thinks he knows about life and what he thinks he knows about his life. It's taking him on a total different path because where his journey is leading him to is in a different space. And in this book, you're going to for any of those who are interested in that, I think I'm going to pick up and I'm going to read some more from it next week. But this book is I mean, I'm going to continue to read because I love the book. I mean, for me, but I'm going to come back and read some more for you all as well. But the book is so interesting because if you put it in the aspects of your life. It brings you to where you can see in your own life where you're so distracted from what you think, you know, 
to what right now is trying to teach you, what right now is trying to show you. And there's so many transitions, transitionings happening in everyone's life all over the place that people are really distracted and they're not paying attention to the very small things that God is using to show them where to go and how to move and where um, different things are, are changing in their lives because they're so focused on what's next. So on your journeys to abundance and your journey to spiritual and, and, and material wealth and your evolution of life, it's very important that you understand that in order to connect to any of those things, you have to be present. In your present is where your truth is found right now. Something as basic as when you ask someone, how are you feeling? They'll make up something. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. But you're not really great. That right there is denying your truth. Because subconsciously, if you say that you're not great, you feel like no one cares. Or if you say that you're not great, no one wants to hear the story that comes after that. So let's just keep this quick and every, I'm, everything's good. I'm great. I'm, it's, a, it's the facade. The problem is the facade becomes your natural element. And then your natural element dissolves in a physical sense, but it's still there. But because it's going untouched, it's going un, unhealed, it's not being really, really tended to. It ends up smothering and drowning you when you least expect it. Just like goddess Mayat, she is the goddess of truth. She is the goddess of justice and balance. Right. She she is so strong. She's prevented the creation of so many things from reverting to chaos and judge judging the deeds of the dead with her feather. Like she has so much power. She is able to keep to bring balance to the most unjust. She is able to to bring a certain gentleness because she is still a feminine energy. She's still very much feminine, but her masculinity is also balanced. That's what makes her the balance, the, the justice and balance Egyptian goddess, because she is using all of her qualities and all of her elements to bring calmness and structure to everything around her. And connecting to that inner you, connecting and, and obtaining that level of power in yourself is what creates so many of the blessings that you're in search of. But the only way to do that is to understand also that even though you may connect with so many different type of people, everybody is on a different path in, in a different journey and people see things in different ways. That doesn't take away the lessons in the in, in what you've learned from the experience. It just it just says that it's different than that of which of the people that you come in contact with. And that's OK. And his maturity, the boy's maturity in the alchemist is so astounding to me because he understands even early in his journey, even though he doesn't understand what 
he's in search of per se. He doesn't understand quite the, the language of the, of the earth and the world, but he is in understanding of knowing that it's okay that he sees things differently. He thinks I didn't learn anything. He's disappointed because what I learned wasn't what he thought I should have learned. But I understand that we can learn and take two different things from the experience. And I respect his experience, even though it's not mine. And that's how you have to maneuver in life. A lot of times we get so caught up in this is how things should be. This is what you should say. This is how you should feel that we lose respect for people because they're not coinciding with what it is that we want them to do and want them to be. And that is a part of a converting mentality. That is a part of a, a control because for some reason people feel like if what I'm connected to isn't identical or alike to what it is that I am and who I am and how I feel, then somehow it takes away from who I am and what I believe. And it does not. It does not at all. It's understanding and respecting everybody's individuality on the path that they're on, but also creating that type of structure and create creating that type of balance within yourself. That no matter what it is that you're facing, no matter what it is that's thrown your way, no matter what it is that's going around, you trust yourself, you trust your, your consciousness, you trust the path that you're on enough to not allow it to distract you and to disturb where you're going. That is a very, um, that is a very powerful, powerful, powerful reality because a lot of people, a lot of people aren't on that path. And a lot of people sadly won't be on that path because they don't know how to be. It's very difficult to be on a path of evolution and self when you don't want to be still. It's very hard to be present when you are always on the go and you're always moving and you're not setting time for yourself to really connect with what it is that you feel and what it is that you really want. A lot of times where you are is because you are not allowing yourself to be. To be still enough. To really grasp the direction you should go. God is not going to chase you with a vision. He's not going to run after you. He is not a track star. Okay. He's not going to do that. He has already planned what he wants for you. He's trying to talk to you. He's trying to teach you. But you are running. So as you run. He allows you to go. It's very important that you also know, I don't know why I need to say this, but when you shift your perspective, you allow different type of consciousness in. When you shift your way of thinking and you shift what you think life is and should be, you allow God to do what he wants to do in your life. Remember that you're in transition. So it's not going to be the same this month for next month or next year as it is now. It's all a flow. And as long as you are in a fluid state, meaning you're allowing the waves to to push you forward instead of drowning you. And instead of you trying to hold on to whatever's behind you to stay back, you are allowing yourself to move forward. You are going to be in a different space. And that's the beauty. And that's growth.
That's the beauty of growth. You can't grow and stay where you are. You can't grow and, and stand where you not. That doesn't mean that you are leaving behind any person or any. Sometimes it's leaving behind your ways of thinking. Sometimes it's leaving behind things that you thought of um, yourself and, and of others that you are connected to. Sometimes that is where the growth is needed more so than anything because you're so stuck on how you think things should be. You have to really do work on yourself and release the trash that is deep within your spirit. Trash being things that are toxic, things that you've held on to that you know you should have let go of a long time ago. Things that really are not even who you are and how you think, but it's how you've become because of your circumstances, because of what people have said to you, because of what is around you. You have to know that the dead parts of your inner self, the dead parts of your inner soul are feeding off of what's what's in there. And that's why you are internally dying. You're internally feeling like you can't move forward and you can't grow and you can't get to where it is that you're trying to go. And you can't find happiness no matter where you look, because at the end of the day, you have inner vultures. Your inner vultures are destroying you. And vultures only feed off of things that are dead. So in order to release those things that are, are destroying you internally, you're going to have to release all the trash that's built up there. All of the old thoughts and the old um, views and the old um, regrets and the toxicity that is just built up in there and sitting in there and being devoured by vultures. Vultures that you've birthed. And then external vultures that can smell the stench of it, of your inner death, your inner soul. They too are, are having a feast. So then you're pulled in so many di different directions and, and it affects you in more than just your relationship. This isn't about relationship. This is about life, your relationship with self. Because your relationship with self sets the foundation for every relationship you encounter afterwards. So in this in this season of all those different energy shifts and everything that's going on in the solar world, right, the solar world, um, you're going to have to be still and you're going to have to dig deep within yourself so that you can do some balancing so that you can do some clearing out what's not needed. Because you got to make room for what it is that you truly want and desire. And you have to be open to what God is showing you because that is where your true success comes from. Your true happiness and your true peace and your true love and life appreciation for life comes from. It doesn't come from where you think it comes from. And when you shift your perspective and you shift your way of thinking, you also shift the thinking and the, the people that are around you. Don't be afraid to learn from the moments. Don't be afraid to, to take what you know you need to learn lesson wise from whatever obstacle you're facing. And instead of speaking death and feeding those vultures that are internal, speak life to those situations. Speak life to them. 
Where you are now is not where you'll always be. You're water, you're fluid, you're going to flow. So continue to flow, continue to move, continue to know that where I am today, it's just like the ocean. Like, and y'all know, again, I'm, my mind is just all over in, in different type of elements and I do all type of different, um, comparisons to things but if you're the ocean if you've ever been to the ocean or any any body of water right any any body of water if you've been to the ocean and you know it could be so still like it can look like nothing is moving but those waves are still moving you're still going to see waves and there's no wind but you still could see waves right they're moving where one wave is In five seconds, that wave won't be there. And that's how you have to look at your life. You are one wave away from your next point of state in life, your next point of being, your next transition in life. You are one wave away. Holding yourself back isn't stopping the ocean from forming waves. Ignoring that the waves exist is not stopping the fact that the waves are still forming and still moving and still going to go whether you accept it or not. And you're going to flow with them by force. Or voluntarily, but they're still going to move and you're still going to move until you're no longer in the ocean, right? That's how you have to look at your life. Everything is an ocean and you're a wave in the ocean. Whether you want the waves to come, whether you want there to be more waves or not, they're going to be there. They're not going anywhere. That's a part of life. And when you put it in that perspective, then it allows you to flow more. And as you flow, you're able to be present. You have no choice but to be present. If you're in an ocean and there are waves coming, you're not thinking about what's next. You're thinking about right now. I got to think smart and I got to be smart and I got to try to hold and grip and swim with these waves or I'm going to drown. It's going to take me under. And that's how you look at life. When things are coming your way and things are, are seeming to be just coming at, at a at a pace you're not prepared for, you're not ready for Breathe. Flow. When you open your eyes, you may very well be in a whole different part of the country or a whole different part of the world. But you're not hurt. Your muscles may be a little tired. But you're not hurt. And as long as you can open your eyes and you can breathe, you're alive. Then you can take on the next journey as well. So I'm going to leave you all with just speaking life. Remember, speak life on whatever situation that you are faced with. Flow. Do the work that's needed to remove the inner vultures that you've created within yourself and that those that are on the outside force that are sensing that you hold. Build up your subconscious. Build up your trust of self. You can't trust anybody until you trust yourself first. You got to trust the decisions that you make for you. You got to trust that you're in the right frame of mind. You got to trust that you're making the best decisions for you, even when they don't benefit you. You're making the best decisions. You're trustworthy in any situation, whether they, the decisions are for you or not. 
balance. That's the goal. Obtaining balance. Some sort of balance. Being consistent in what it is that you say that you want. Being consistent in the flow of life. Being consistent in showing up. Trusting your intuition. Knowing that in order for me to obtain any type of abundance in material or spiritual or mental, emotional wealth, I have to do the work. I have to take time to myself. I have to be in solitude. I have to allow myself to recover from any traumas or anything that has happened to me in my past or anything that I'm holding on to that is not helping me in the present or moving forward to my future. I have to let it go. I have to take only what I can carry and what I can control and anything else is free flow. Being honest with yourself, operating in integrity, operating in a, in a place of, of inner justice, period. Whether anyone's watching or everyone's watching, you're doing the right thing. That creates a different type of energy that creates a different type of path in life. You are the alchemy in your life. You are the person who is the ether, ethereal being in your life. You control everything else. You control everything you're connected to as far as what you do with those connections. It's in your control what you do with those connections and how you operate in those beings. It is not in your control what anyone else does. Because this isn't about anyone else. It's only about you. And that's not in a self-righteous way. That's just in a, in a, in a way of reality. It is about you. That's the only thing you can control. That's the only thing that you can really, really grasp. You can't grasp what someone else is doing. You can't grasp what someone else is, is what path they're on in life. That's not even your concern. Being present, connecting with yourself is the greatest gift that you can give yourself and anyone else that wants to connect with you. So make sure that that is your ultimate Go and it's nothing that you can do drastically. It's not a drastic type of change. It's a shift. And there's so many different lunar eclipses and all these different spiritual things that are going on right now and all these different things are going on externally in this world. And in, I know a lot of people are going through so many different things in their personal lives. There's a lot of different things. There's there's if there is not a more potent time to be present and to connect with your inner self it is now for some of you that is the only way that you're able to stay sane disconnecting from the outer world and connecting with your inner self is keeping a lot of people in a sense alive keeping a lot of people um out of jail keeping a lot of people in a in a in a mind frame of obtaining a little bit of peace because they got that much stuff going on if you stay focused on what's going on outside of you in the outside world you'll go crazy literally go crazy so connect to yourself take this time and, and just use it as a reminder that you're on a journey everyone's on a different journey and it's okay respect everyone's journey as their own and as you respect everyone's journey on their own, you learn more, more and more about yourself and you learn more about your own journey because that's the goal. So I hope this 
helped as many people um, as it needed to. Feel free to email me any feedback that you have of how it helped you. Um, remember that I do have the YouTube channel, Just Breathe Energy Sessions. And it's not my actual energy sessions. It's just quick um, inspirational videos for those of you who like to see my face, I guess. <laughs> Um, you can go on there on Wednesdays or whenever they're right now, they're about four or five videos, but you can go on there and see, um, the videos that I've already posted and let me know if those resonated helped you as well. A lot of people, I don't promote the YouTube channel because again, I'm not trying to market all of this. This is really a, a thing of following my spirit. So, um, for those of you who are subscribed, I'm so very thankful for those of you who go to um, look at the videos and who have commented or emailed me after you've watched the videos and listened to my audio. I'm so thankful for you as well. I will speak to you all soon. I will post another video soon and I will have another audio up within the next um, week or so as well. So I hope you all having an amazing <sighs> July trying to find some balance as well because I'm telling you it's a lot of a lot of things going on spiritually so um just be patient with yourself breathe stay in meditation and prayer do something that you love to do um stay hydrated and I will speak with you all soon talk to you later bye